what might you do if you received a mysterious delivery but had no idea who sent it? What if that unmarked package contained an old diary with no explanation? That's exactly what happened to Angela. The only clue was a note. It contained just six words that were stuck to the worn front cover of the thick leather-bound book filled with hundreds of handwritten pages. The note said, use this as you see fit. The last entry of the diary, which seems to be filled with personal stories involving cannabis, is dated April 20th, 2022. It's intriguing. Who wrote the diary? Where did it come from and why was it sent? Angela, along with her friend Brandon, are ready to explore the entries to learn more. Even though they have no idea who the author is or why the diary was anonymously sent, they're both committed to finding answers. On this podcast, we're exploring the diary and learning more about the experiences of whoever wrote it. Through that exploration, hopefully we'll solve the mystery of the diary and why Angela was trusted with this extraordinary responsibility. Hey, Angela. Hey, Brandon. What shaken? I never know what to say when somebody asks me that. Oh. It's oh. not, and I'm not putting it back on you, but I... Martinis? Right, but it, I'm, I don't consider myself a person that shakes from one task to the next, so... Oh, well, that's fair. But yes, martinis and... Uh, and- and at county fairs, the uh, lemonades. Sure. Mm-hmm. Why, why are they shaking the lemonades? Like for the sweetener? Yeah, whenever they shake them up. Okay, and so. we we remember the shake weight from the commercials, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Okay, so I don't know what to say to what's shaken, but I can tell you what's new. What's new? Okay, let me set the scene for you. Hunger Games, mm-hmm. Kingpin, mm-hmm. White Men Can't Jump, mm-hmm. Zombieland. Mm-hmm. Where am I going? All right, all right, all right. No. You're talking about our favorite guy, Woody Harrelson. <laughs> but you just got him confused with Matthew McConaughey. I thought they just, they just said that they were brothers. There was something that came out where, where they, they believe that they're brothers or something, or they might be brothers. I mean, that would be, that would be sensical, and that would be great, but all right, all right, all right was... Dazed and confused, right? Yeah, that's true. Is I it just because think... we don't have a like a catchphrase that's associated with Woody? You know, that's a good point. We don't have a catchphrase that's associated with Woody Harrelson. It was just Twinkies and Zombieland, I guess, is his thing. But anyway, so Woody Harrelson, mm-hmm. why do you think we're starting there? I'm not quite sure. Well, last time we were together... Mm-hmm. And if you recall, we talked about 420 on 420. Yeah. And you had put that challenge out into the world. And I accepted that challenge. And then I delivered on that challenge with all of the um, Waldos. Are you with me? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So then you issued another challenge last week. Oh, the hemp challenge. Yeah. Okay. So what does that have to do with Woody Harrelson? So, uh, did you know that Woody got arrested in 1996? No. For, um, uh, because of hemp. What, what it comes well, down to. What do you mean he got arrested for hemp? So he ends up um, planting hemp, but videos the whole thing 
to make sure that um, his his criminal act is caught on film, mm-hmm. and then he sends it into the authorities, wanting to be um, wanting to push the button, wanting to you know. Oh, so like a form of peaceful protest. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Did any? I mean, so how how long was he arrested, or how long did he get convicted, and all that stuff? I'm gonna have to look all of that up as to like the exact outcome because I don't want to misrepresent anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has been a really active proponent of um, you know, legalization going back to the '90s before you know our our present day situation where. You know, I, I was just talking with a lot of cannabis professionals at uh, like a, a big cannabis event, and there is not a day that goes by that I don't want to like thank uh, the advocates that have been working so tirelessly for decades before you know we get to this point in in New Jersey in particular where there's adult use and medical access because the stakes there was so much more risk, you know. 30, 40, 50 years ago when people were working on this. And the, the risk is still there. You know, it's changing. It's, it's moving at glacier speed. But um, but sometimes I'm not sure about how, like, I want to say thank you all the time. Uh, but then sometimes it sounds a little, hmm, I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I think Woody Harrelson could go down as one of those Mount Rushmore uh, marijuana activists. Prob- I mean, yeah, yeah. And and I mean, there, there are so a, many. at least a forward face. <laughs> Not the backwards part. Not like the, the backwards back part. face, but the forward <laughs> face. Yes. So um, another one would be uh, Willie Nelson would be another one. Yeah. And yeah. he just had a birthday. He just yeah. turned 90. That's it? That, <laughs> that is it. <laughs> really? I thought he was a lot older than that. No, I'm pretty sure it was 90. And... Um, he if that is if that is what cannabis use does for you then you know longevity keep on smoking willie (laughs) but and even now like he you know he was an activist and advocate for such a long time and now he's associated with brands and that's wonderful it's just it's i i just feel like like constant gratitude like an indebtedness to all of the people that came before us so all right, and, and maybe it, maybe that's part of why. I mean, I talk about it a lot. Maybe that's part of why Mary sent the diary to. I don't know. I think about it all the time. Why did I get this diary? Why do I have access to all this really amazing insight? Not maybe, sure. Maybe Woody Harrelson willed it in his mind when he was stoned that it be sent to you. Because <laughs> that sounds like something Woody Harrelson would do. Thank you, Woody. <laughs> Thank you, Woody. We love you every day. We do. Miss you every day. <laughs> well, I'm, I, sure. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Woody. Um, okay, so do you want to hear what I found? Yes. All right. So, I marked the page here. So, I'm going to pull this up. And uh, this entry is dated Tuesday, May 3rd, 1948. Wow, it was a pretty sunny day, if I remember. <laughs> <laughs> um so may 3rd 1948 mm-hmm. this is why it feels like i'm holding history every time oh i'm sorry it feels like a what i'm holding history okay like literally getting a chance to hold history so dear diary it's been a drag of a day and not the good kind 
I was with Calvin and Helen, but Judy wasn't there, so we couldn't listen to the radio. And Calvin's aunt and uncle saw me, which was a drag too. We tried to say out of sight by the barn, but it didn't work. Sometimes I say that this is the kind of day that makes me wish I had fewer friends, but I never really like way down deep mean it. You know, sometimes I feel that same way too. What what way? Well, I just, you know, maybe like maybe like one fewer friend. Who's going to who's going to get I'm cut? not going to say it out loud. Is it me? Is that what you're no, trying to tell not, me? No, it's not. It's not you. <laughs> it's not you. It's maybe it's a maybe, you know, rhymes with rhymes with Tom. Is it somebody named Tom? Um, well, we're Do- not going to go there. Okay. But yeah, but sometimes, you know, sometimes it just feels like you could always use just one less one less friend. Okay, well, if Tom is out there, I want Tom to know that I've got room on my roster and I like cool people, so... He's not cool. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's why I need to cut him from my roster. Invitation rescinded. Um, Well, I I like that Mary's saying that, you know, sometimes you feel that way, but deep down, I think she knows better. You know, the more the merrier. There's a reason that phrase exists, Yeah. I'm wondering who Julie, Judy, Judy was. Judy. Judy, Calvin, and Helen. Mm-hmm. And Calvin's aunt and uncle, who yeah. are unnamed so far. Okay. So, uh, I try to be sunny as often as I can, and a big part of how I can be pleasing and content is because of those friends. And when I've got a bit of the grumps, oh. Mm. There's a little sad face, like a little upside, like a frowny face. Do you want to see it? Grumpy. When, when I've got a bit of the grumps, I'll find a song that speaks to my heart and helps to turn that frown upside down. Mm-hmm. Today, I sang along with Tuli Uli Dooley. The best line is about making my dreams come true. That and some jello salad perked me right up. Nope. <laughs> nope. Jello because salad never perks anyone up. Do you assume that it's jello, like gelatin and mayonnaise? <laughs> because of the use of the word salad? Because I'm not sure that it is. No, Even it's though that, salads, it's, the, it's trickery. It's that jello that has different things just kind of floating in it. Yeah. I, I like my jello to be just straight down the line. I need nothing floating in my jello. I don't need no jello salad. I mean, if it was just straight jello, jello makes me happy. <laughs> straight jello. That's all. But that gives it some texture. <laughs> jello shouldn't have texture. No, when you put those little carrots in it. Oh, well, carrots and jello. Man. But carrots are so um, like neutral, right? Like a like a tiny bit of sweetness. You put that jello in there, and it gives you a little crunch. Oh, kind of like uh, putting cat food in the jello. No, not like Aunt Bethany did. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean Jello salad. So perked. Perked mm. right up. It was simpler times back then, 1948, when <laughs> Jello salad could perk you right up. <laughs> that and that and Tuli Uli Dooley. What's Tuli Uli Dooley? You know, I thought you might ask. Mm. Would you like to know? Because now that you've given me this assignment, this okay. challenge, if you will, that again I've delivered on. Mm. Um. So, oh, and something does come up later in this entry that feels pretty good as far as, like, corroboration. Because, you know, we're always looking at that. 
But because I accepted this challenge, I came prepared. And would you like to know who sang Tooley Ooly Dooley in 1948? Bing Crosby. No, but that's actually a really good guess, I, okay. would, I would assume. Um, who sang it? The Andrews Sisters. Okay. And would you like to know a little bit about the background of Tooley Ooly Dooley? I, yes. Two words. Yodel Polka. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that's what the internet's told me. Yeah. <laughs> that was that. Yeah, that was that was a phase. I, I can let you listen to it later. I can pull it up and then you can hear Tuli Uli Okay. That sounds pleasing. See, that perked me right up. <laughs> you know what? Actually, yes. If you listen to, to yodeling polka music, that does go, that is going to put a smile on your face. Between big, so. like, like gulps. Is it gulp? No, because it's not a gulp because it's not a liquid. But, like, between big it, well, bites. Well, it's half a liquid. Big, big bites of jello slurps, salad. Slurps. Big slurps of jello. With, like, grapes in there and raisins and. Just, just happy, just yodeling, yodeling and slurping the day along. <laughs> Okay, so let me keep going. Um, mm, mm, mm. Plus, I heard from my cousin, Hemp. Mm. He wanted to know, he wanted me to know about what was printed a few days ago in the Kentucky Colonel. The Kentucky Colonel. Okay, if you're thinking Colonel as in like military ranking, let's let's set that aside. It's Colonel with a K. Ah, see, I was thinking of it almost like a like a wrestling guy. Yeah, I could Kentucky read Colonel. I could read your thoughts yes. over here. So Kentucky Colonel. Okay. As in a colonel of corn, right? Or a kern or the Kentucky Colonel, which is a newspaper where there's only a kernel of truth in every single copy. So seventy five percent lies. Wow. <laughs> I wonder if that affects their circulation <laughs> in nineteen forty eight. Well, uh, there was no fact checking back then. <laughs> I like to believe that the things are true and, um, it, okay, but, well, before I get ahead of myself, but no, we can believe the Kentucky Colonel. I can assure you that. So, uh, normally, not much gets him excited, but Jeepers Creepers, this sure did. This was the announcement that ran in the paper, Hopkins Granted Leave. Huh, that's the title, Hopkins mm. Granted Leave. James F. Hopkins, assistant professor of history, has been granted a short leave of absence to enable him to study for his doctor's degree from Duke University. Mm. Mr. Hopkins' dissertation is entitled The Hemp Industry in Kentucky. That it sounds small. The hemp industry in Kentucky sounds like, I don't know if it was big. Was it big at that time? You know, I'm not sure exactly what the size was, but Kentucky, I can tell you that Kentucky was the largest producer of hemp in the United States at one point. I did not know that. True story. Really? Mm-hmm. I would have thought something like California would have been or something like that. Mm-mm. Huh. Okay. And because hemp, like we've talked about before, we've seen in the diary, I've seen in lots of other research, you know, hemp really started to move around globally, like as of... The, the 15, 1600s. So first planting in North America happens in Canada. And it's it's one of... I've heard dis, the two different kinds of um, 
uh, sets of facts. I've heard that it is the strongest natural fiber, and I've also heard that it's one of the strongest natural fibers out there. Like, so, like as strong as like a spider's web. Stronger. Yeah, I mean, it, okay, Let's... right? Because like a like a a big wind gust couldn't take it out. Yeah, Spider Man's pretty pretty strong. Well, if we're talking Spider Man, we're talking next level of webbing. So I I don't necessarily know that we can say that. Uh, standard spider web is the same as Spider-Man web. But I, I guess if we had to go toe-to-toe and see Spider-Man's web versus strongest well, natural fiber hemp, I I would I would pay to see that. Yeah, but, I mean, for size-wise, because Spider-Man's much much larger than a regular spider. So I would imagine if you, for, if you adjust for size... <coughs> right. I'm, uh, okay, like, we'll have to request that from some sort of marvel universe executive at some point right right okay or or we could just do the the standard hemp first spider-man uh did you say spider-man like is it an army of spider-mans no 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 spider-man like jay peterman is that somebody's last name (laughs) bob you know it's tom that's the guy i'm trying to get tom spider-man How are you not going to want to hang out with Tom? Yeah, he, he's on the list, or he's off the list soon. He's got webbing so. that comes from his wrists and knuckle areas. That's cool. That's part of the problem. Ew. <laughs> yeah, he, exactly. He gunks everything up, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I'm still not going to hang out with Tom. I've decided. But you were saying, though, that... that, that so hemp being this pretty much the strong one of the strongest of all fibers what would be another fiber that would be just as strong or if they're do if you're doing a categorization of different uh fiber strengths you'd say hemp is is up there on the top i mean it is and i i i am not a like a fiber or textile expert so a I'm, fiberman I, <laughs> Nope, not a fiberman either. Um, so that'll be. I can go to the Google box later and find out for you. But okay, I, I think I, it'd be good to know. Hemp was a, a pretty BFD for a long time when it came to sails and ropes and things like that. So, um, and it wasn't until it started to be. Um, villainized the plant itself even though so it's all coming from the same kind of plant but the difference is that the the plant variety that is hemp does not have the psychoactive um aspect it's still you know a version of cannabis okay well i i can attest to the strength of hemp uh personally really Um, yes tell i had whenever i was in my younger days to hold up my jenko jeans (laughs) i would have a hemp belt (laughs) and those pants were so heavy you had to have a strong fiber to hold those pants up um did did your your chain wallet hook onto that belt too Mm -hmm. oh yeah the whole nine yards so it's two steps away from a juggalo um, so, the, and the two steps have to do with the makeup, right? <laughs> yes. And and I guess uh, lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, the meth, yes. Although I will say that Insane Clown Posse, like really important advocates in the cannabis history. Really? You know? Yes. And, 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 and most people do not realize it, but really important as far as like spreading uh, messaging. Now, granted, it was a very targeted audience, but they were... We we can talk about them at some point later too if you want, and maybe 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 Mary wrote about 
Maybe. Maybe she went to the gather went to the gathering of the juggalos. <laughs> you know, Mary seems to be like with the, with the Jello <laughs> Jello wrestling. Oh, I was gonna say Jello wrestling. No, nope, that's Jell-O more of what happens salad. at the gathering of the juggalos. The salad part makes it more nutritious. Yeah, yeah, it does. And and by the way, to all our all our juggalos and juggalettes out there, whoop whoop. <laughs> I think that Mary, based on what we've read so far. She gets along with everybody. She's got friends everywhere in all the circles with all the people. Even in low places. Aww. Yeah. That makes me just want to break into a Garth song. <laughs> okay, so there's still more to this entry. Do you want me to keep going? Yes. Uh, so Mr. Hopkins' dissertation is entitled The Hemp Industry in Kentucky. All that bluegrass there could get green real fast. Hot dog, my cousin, Mr. Strong and Silent, is going to be studied by an almost doctor. That part, that, that part makes me smile. The almost doctor part. That's pretty adorable. Oh, I um, love that. I almost fainted when he said, Mary, oh, this was the part that I wanted to tell you about earlier. Another confirmation. Uh, this is another usage like we heard, uh, like we read in one of the other diary pages. So let me get back to it. I almost fainted when he said, Mary, I know that there's a lot of people out there that think our family is always up to no good. Mm. It's like the Hatfields. Well, I, I, we've heard all about Mary's family. Yeah. Uh, this tracks. So uh, it's up to us to let people like Hopkins poke around in our lives where the truth's just going to go up and smoke. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Hemp keeps to himself, so he must really believe in what this Hopkins can do. Oh, the blessing and the curse. Um, so actually, what, what else? I, I, I mean, I, I, in all seriousness, what else is hemp used for because i just think of it as rope i just think of hemp as just rope well i mean there's nutritional value too hemp has been a part like seeds and different aspects of the processing have been um parts of diets in cultures for thousands of years okay so uh, there's there's a bunch of different applications and i think that part of the frustration for people like woody and for people that are aware of what the cannabis plant can do, aside from, you know, THC and CBD and the psychoactive and the wellness elements and its interaction with the endocannabinoid system. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Rachel Knox, for making sure that I know exactly how to pronounce it. Cannabinoid. Um, where... We only even have a little glimpse of how useful this could be because there's been so much prohibition. And it wasn't until like the Farm Bill, the Hemp Act in 20, it was either 2018 or 2019, that started to open the door for some of that research. Because that was saying that the plant was acceptable without the psychoactive aspect, which is then it's been a mixed bag because um, it there was because of the lack of federal decriminalization and federal legalization as it's still classified as a category one substance the the worst kind that has no medicinal value and a high potential for abuse 
both of which uh, there are strong arguments that you could make against those kinds of the, the, that both of those positions. Um, you know, it's created a situation where there's all of these systems of workarounds. So we have a lot to learn and a lot of public education that has to happen when it comes to all aspects of the cannabis plant, which includes the hemp part too. Cousin hemp. Cousin Hemp, the Mister Strong, Strong and, and Silent. silent. I'm, I'm seeing, you know, Cousin Hemp in my mind's eye right now. So, are, are they doing so because of the farm bill being passed? Are they actually doing a lot of studying right now? A lot of research. There is more research being done, and even in New Jersey, there are like you can apply specifically for like a hemp license. There's a program uh, that I'm pretty sure Rutgers is affiliated with. Okay. So, I mean, it's. There's advancement. It's so. Just, what do you mean? You get a like, you get a license, and then we just it just sends you a like, a bunch of hemp. No, no, no. Then you no. just, then <laughs> you, just <laughs> you test it. <laughs> I got a license just, to roll around in it. Yeah, you just lay around, put it on your, put it in a pillow. Hang my hang my jeans from it. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm saying to grow hemp. Oh, like. okay, okay. I, I just. just <laughs> Your bag of hemp is here. Oh, okay. Put it in the corner. No, because you you have to have a license to be able to, you have to have permission because in New Jersey, technically home grow of any kind of cannabis is still illegal. So that being said though, uh, so hemp has always been fallen under the category of the illegality? Up until 28, I think it was 2018. Okay. So my, my, my pants holder uppers, they were they were illegal whenever I was wearing them back in the nineties. Well, if, if that makes you feel like, like a you badass, were... yeah, <laughs> just flaunting just a big old fu at the system right there, mm-hmm. just like Woody Harrelson. I'm akin to Woody Harrelson. Me and him, very similar, very similar. Oh, Woody, <laughs> uh, you're an inspiration to us all, and we Thank definitely want to be like oh, you. Oh, Woody. I was okay, talking about yeah. Woody. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. Um, all right. No, well, and that doesn't mean that other countries weren't uh, exporting hemp and hemp products. So that's a thing. Hmm. So uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to find some additional stuff that I'm going to send to you via email. I'm not going to write it on hemp paper because the email will just be more efficient. And if I end up coming across, how about this? If I come across any other hemp entries, I'm going to make a little note and then share it with you. How's okay. that feel? I like that. All right. I like that. So, like, maybe I will challenge myself to what to look for for next time. I think that's a good idea. That's a um, lot of pressure. Yeah, but you know, I've been, I've been, I've been bringing it. So now it's time for you to bring it, bring one to the table. Um, well, I mean, you've been bringing it to the table, but you know, you get what I'm saying. I do get what you're saying. So, so I'm, I'm not sure like what we'll look at next time, but I can promise you it'll be interesting because Mary is, Mary has become one of my most favorite, um, um, readings. All of her life experiences and things like that. So. Yeah, and finding out interesting things like she really loves Jello salad and Tuli Uli Dooli. All right. Well, until next time. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Join us next time for use this as you see fit. 
The Diary of Mary.